Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, a renowned pillow biter, Scotty Westside. <laughs> Renowned throughout all the realms. <laughs> throughout all the realms, my guy. You have bitten amongst many a pillow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> those pillows never stood a chance, if we're being honest. Uh, they just... So many pillows. <laughs> so many pillows, so much biting. Yeah, so much biting. You know how it goes. You know how yeah. it goes. I mean, you know yeah. your way around a man's head. I do so. know my way around a man's head. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. big time. And I, I, I hear you also know your way around a man's pillow. Oh, 100%. 100%. What's up, my guy? How are you? Wait, take another sip so I can ask you another question okay. while you're taking a sip. <laughs> I'm not thirsty now. You can't tell me how to live my life. Uh, I am good. Good. Um, you know. Glad. Okay, anyway, hey dude, so this week, oh guess God. what I did? What did you do this week? No, Zachary? I'm just kidding. How was your week, You're pal? What did you asshole. do? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot, not a whole lot. Um Yeah, gosh. Wow, I, okay, I this I is boring. Shit. I should I, tell you about I my week. I felt like I had something prepared for this that I was going to talk about, but now I completely forgot, so my my bad. Uh, you know, it's a week in the life. Okay. Um, yeah. In the sweet life of Zach and Scott. This Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, you're going camping next week. That's I exciting. am. Uh, where are you going? I was again, going camping right? last Colorado week. Or, well. uh, no, no, no. I'm going to where to, we went, to New Mexico. Okay, right? you're going to New Mexico. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. The mountains of New Mexico. I am super excited because I think we talked about this exact same thing last week. But Yeah, it's okay. doesn't matter. Uh, it's hot as hell here in Texas. It's been over 100 for forever. And the highs where we're going is like 72 every day. So that kicks ass i'm very Hell excited yeah, for dude. that are you going back to the same spot we went to or are you gonna try somewhere else oh no pretty much i mean same i don't know if the same exact exact spot that we sure because we changed spots at one point too didn't we like halfway through. well yeah so like we were just we were dealing with like wind That's pretty bad right. yeah, and yeah. uh and so we moved a little bit further down to a little bit more open area where it didn't catch so much of the wind coming over the <clears throat> True. over the mountain but yeah so um, yeah but the same like uh national forest recreation area whatever. Sure. it's not a technically a campground as you know because i hate campgrounds but right uh, yeah fuck um, those yeah doing the old primitive camping as it's known or dispersed camping i um, think it uh, why does it have to be different this is just camping it's true that's just camping, what camping but that's what you're camping right is. that's what camping is but people think oh if i take my rv to a campground we're camping but fuck that. Yeah. Campgrounds suck. You've got people 10 feet away from you. That's not fucking camping. Yeah. What it's is hanging that? out outside. That's <laughs> exactly. You, you're having a picnic. Uh, yeah. Apologies to anyone that goes camping that way. That's just, that's, you know not, what? That's However, you want to experience the outdoors, just experience them. Experience. But if you want to do it right, yes. you go real camping. You go okay. real camping, exactly. So uh, I'm yeah. taking my parents. I don't know if I mentioned that. They have not been camping in like 45 years. They're old and they haven't been in forever. Shit. So this should be fun. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, we were supposed to go last year. I think I probably talked about this. We were supposed to go last year, but they got sick like the day before we were going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And we couldn't. 
they were worried about it being COVID. I, they, I don't yes. think it was COVID, right? No, yeah, I think it, it was COVID. just like a cold or a flu or something. And sure. uh, But obviously we had to postpone, and it didn't right. really timing work out for the rest Bummer. of that summer. So we're take two, fingers crossed, attempt this year. Fingers so. crossed. Well, cool, man. Um, dude, so a little bit of ketchup here, because I don't think we really talked about shit. No, I prefer mustard, we... though. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. We talked about that last we week, We talked too. about mustard last <laughs> week, too. <laughs> um, so I, I saw a new movie this week, Scott. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I saw you tweeting about this. Yeah. This um, is old, though, by the time. Yeah, by the time this comes out. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Not fine. Uh, I saw Nope, mm-hmm. which is the new Jordan Peele... Uh, western thriller if you want to is that of... what it is i just assumed it yeah was... yeah i mean it's it like an alien box. horror i thought well yeah sure okay it's uh man i, I th- this is a movie that look if you guys if you guys want to have an unbelievably unique movie watching experience go see that go see the lighthouse well, yes, the lighthouse. That's we also... don't. We definitely do not talk about the lighthouse enough on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Robert Pattinson. No, no, we, they need more screen time. Um, no, seriously though, guys, this this is a movie that like it it doesn't fit in a box, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just weird. Sure, and uh, parts of it are uncomfortable. Very good performances. Some things that I thought were a little strange, but I'm here for it. But that's like half the point, right, of his movies? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, I've not seen any of his movies. I, I, I feel like they skew towards horror is what my understanding have always been, and I hate I horror. Think, so. I think horror is probably the... To an outside looking in who like doesn't really like touch like the... Like that area of movies mm-hmm. you may call it horror but uh, with seeing them they teen they like they tend to be a little bit more like psychological thriller okay um so i and i i really enjoy that i do uh, like because i, I too don't thrillers. love yeah. horror i do enjoy some so like i'm not mm-hmm. closed off to it but uh this this doesn't to me it doesn't feel like it touches horror okay that's fair in, enough in, in this, but uh, it, it's a good movie and it's a hell of an experience. Maybe, so maybe I'll give it a that. shot then if, if, yeah. if you feel it's not skewing too much. Towards yep, 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 yes. Uh, but you enjoyed it and that's good. I'm glad I did enjoy did it. Did Amanda yeah. enjoy it? Uh, she actually liked it a little more than I did. I had a couple problems with it, uh, sure. that she saw no issue with, which okay. is fine. Um, yeah, yeah, no, uh, it was, it was a good time. You know what? I see no problems with Zach. Hmm. is this fucking episode <laughs> oh my Game god yes dude um so Ugh. obviously we'll get into it in much more detail but i'm just gonna come right out here and say it uh this is a top five episode of game of thrones ever period the end in yeah. my opinion yeah uh yeah, so this is definitely i don't know that if this creeps into top five for me i think this might be this is easily top ten um which listeners you've probably heard us say that a million times uh so we will we will once this is done we will give you guys a definitive top 10 actually we may just rank all of them yeah um but look i think i think we need to take 
uh, just a very quick peek back into the ending of last week's episode mm. and rehash out this disclosure, the season four disclosure. The season four disclosure, yes. Um, tell us tell us what is going to be happening with season four. Well, like. <laughs> I guess I, I should say. <laughs> That's what's going to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, gonna be like a fire hose that we cannot oh control. My God. We cannot control. <laughs> Have you guys, if anybody's seen that South Park episode where <laughs> my camera's just gonna be a white blur? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, this is this is gonna be uh, a lot of us just uh, double Dutch ruddering. Uh, it's, it's a circle, circle jerk fest here. Um, and I guess we should say, uh, welcome to the jizz fest. Welcome to the, we don't want a podcast. If this is your first episode. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We're glad you guys bought tickets to the jizz fest. Yes. Uh, so, so thanks for coming by. Dude, I wonder if new listeners are going to be like, yo, what, what is this jizz fest? How do I, yo, how do get I get in on? on this jizz fest? Get your ticks early. Yeah. This dude. is pre-sale to the jizz fest. To the jizz fest. Um, this is a hell of a season, guys. This is the best season of Game of Thrones. We're just going to start off with that. Uh, in my opinion, maybe one of the best seasons of television ever. True. Um, at least it's in the conversation. Uh, this this is gonna be a hell of a time, and I don't know that a season has a better opening episode. <sighs> yeah, to give some perspective, you're right in that I probably say we've probably said like 15 times this is a top five episode. Right. But off the top of my head, now it may shake out a little differently once we actually do do this. But do-do. I do do. I truly think three of my top five episodes are from season four. I, I, yeah, I agree. And, and this, of course, you know, I already said it being one of them. Um, there is a lot of amazing stuff to get to in this episode. So maybe we just better jump in, bud. Yeah. You said I'm starting this thing off, right? You are starting this thing off. Uh, these are just remember before we do the recap, as always, uh, these are, uh, whoever is reading at the time, their words, a hundred percent, um, coming direct from the heart. <laughs> God, uh, man. there is, what am I about to read? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I mean, Wait, it's where, from your tell, heart. Tell me, again, so, tell me again, where do I stop? Uh, I'm going to pick up with about Tormund in, okay. in the North Tormund. Okay. All right. All right. So, okay. <clears throat> here we go. To start off season four, mm-hmm. episode one. Or episode 31 of the We Don't Want a Podcast. Wait, yeah. Two swords. We begin with a scene so symbolic and powerful that it blows my balls clean off. And it gets my nips real, real hard. Scott. Your words. <laughs> your words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tywin melts down ice, the Stark family Valyrian greatsword, and has it reforged into two new Valyrian blades for House Lannister. He gives one sword to Jamie and tells him he must resign from the Kingsguard and take his place as Lord of Casterly Rock. Jamie refuses, and Tywin basically disowns him, but still lets him keep the sword. What a good dude. What a guy. 
Just outside King's Landing, Tyrion awaits the arrival of the Prince of Dorne and House Martell for the royal wedding. Prince Doran, is it Doran or Doran? Doran. Doran, okay. Cannot attend due to his health, but sends his brother Oberyn, also known as the Red Viper, Mm. in his stead. They find Prince Oberyn in a brothel, stabbing Lannister soldiers and not in the sexy way. (laughs) This dude Oberyn absolutely fucks. Yes, those are my own words. In every possible aspect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, Amanda thinks he is so hot. I mean, mean, he is so fucking hot. Who the fuck doesn't? That's Pedro Pascal, right? That's his name? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tells Tyrion that he's here for revenge for his sister, niece, and nephew who were killed by the mountain. Oberyn says he believes that Tywin gave the order for this and he intends to repay the debt. In the east, the dragons are growing and entering the rebellious teenage years. This is my dead goat, Mom. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? You're such a cringe lord. <laughs> True! True! Uh, God, Mom, it's my dead goat. I'll do it, too. Uh, Grey Worm obviously has the hots for Missande, because who wouldn't? Yes, truly. Uh, And Dario 2.0 gives him shit for literally not having the balls to do something about it. Literally does not Literally not having the balls. Uh, Back at King's Landing, Sansa is deeply depressed from losing her family, and Tyrion and Shay do their best to comfort her, but are unsuccessful. Shay wants to do the hanky-panky, but Tyrion says it's not a good time. Shay is mad and thinks he loves Sansa because he tried to buy her off and ship her away. But he doesn't even know that Varys did that. Uh, One of the other servant girls is big time spying on them. Mm. Jaime is getting fitted for his brand new shiny gold hand and confirms that Crocodile from One Piece is in fact the coolest because a hook would have been better. True! Fucking uh, Crocodile Fox! That's Dude, my guy! Crocodile is fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie also wants to make uh, the hanky-panky and uh, get, him, get him some passionate incest action. Twincest action. Passionate. I don't, I don't know that we can twin-cest. say incest on YouTube. We've said it plenty already. Don't worry well, about yeah, it. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> some passionate twincest action. Uh, but Cersei is mad that he left her and was gone for so long. Mm. Shit. It's your turn. I Don't know. be taking a, a sip. Terrible piece of time shit. to take a drink. In the north, Tormund is waiting to attack Castle Black because John said there were a thousand men still there. Egret says John's a liar, and Tormund says he would be dead if Egret had really wanted to kill him. They are joined by another group of cannibal wildlings called the Thens. I fucking hate Thens. Uh, at Castle Black, John is put on trial for killing Corn Halfhand. He tells them everything that he did, including the sexy times with the grip, but says that he did it all to gather information on Mance's army. Sure you did, John. Sure you did. <laughs> Sir Alistair and that asshole, Jano Slint, want to kill John for breaking his vows. But Mace Raymond is a total baller and says no. Uh, Brienne visits Marjorie and explains to her how Renly died. Marjorie forgives her, and we get to see the most rad statue. Of all time. What a dick bag, man. In the background. Uh, Jamie discusses the security for the royal wedding with Sir Marin and King Joffy. Uh, they both suck just so hard. Joff gives Jamie lip about being an old one-handed knight with no great deeds. 
but Jamie says it's more sporting to use his left hand now. Makes for better contests or yes. makes for better competition True. or whatever he said. Back East, Dario 2.0 gives Danny some flowers. Uh, I already miss Dario 1.0. <laughs> the, ma- the Masters of Marine have nailed a slave child to every milepost on the way to Marine. Daenerys is very displeased by this. Brienne tells Jamie that he needs to keep his vow to Catelyn Stark. He argues that no one has seen Arya since Ned died, and Sansa is now a Lannister, and it will be safest here. The man that Sansa saved from Joffrey uh, back in season two, Ser Dantos, visits her and gives her a necklace to wear. Somewhere in the Riverlands, Arya wants a pony. The Hound <laughs> wants to know what the fuck salami. <laughs> Uh, the greatest duo in the history of everything go to an inn to get some food where there are some Lannister soldiers. The Hound continues his fuck the king tour and decides he wants all the damn chickens. Uh, he kills the Lannister soldiers with more than a little help from Arya. She also crosses Polliver's name off her list, reclaims her sword needle, and gets her pony. The Hound gets his chickens. And they lived happily ever after. Dude. <laughs> this, um... Oh, my God. Th- this, it, it's just... There's not a single scene that just isn't good. Well, the East happens, but other than that, you're I right. mean, but is it bad? Are the scenes bad? It's not bad. They're just uh, fine. But Grey Worm and Dario 2.0 doing their dumb thing is kind of bad, but I mean... It's kind of funny. Eh, it's all right. It's um, funny. Th- th- if nothing else, there are three scenes, three segments that, like, I mean, they're, like, unchallenged yeah. as far as, like, phenomenal scenes go. And we should start with the cold opening, one of them. Uh, our sec... No. Second cold opening. Second cold opening only? Yeah, the very the first, first episode. One is, is the first episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was there. Did season. Oh, shoot. Did Sam running from the White Walkers. Was that not a cold opening? I can't remember now. At the beginning of uh, season three? No, I don't think it okay. was. Either way, it doesn't matter. We don't get these very often. You know, a scene before yeah. the opening credits, basically. Yes. I think, I think we need to talk about this just a little bit because we do have a lot of you all listening who this is the first time uh you're watching this and the show doesn't go out of its way to explain what truly like what's being melted down and everything like that you know sure uh it's even kind of cryptic when when jamie asks yeah tywin about it you know he just said someone who didn't need it anymore like okay um so in the first episode we see ned in the first episode of the season or i'm sorry of the series of the show yeah we see ned behead a deserter of the night's watch with the ancestral uh great sword valyrian steel great sword called ice mm-hmm. uh this has belonged to the starks for hundreds of years and uh it is a big fucking sword i'm not sure if you guys can remember uh it's even described as bigger in the books yeah (laughs) it's it's huge it's enormous yeah um also the blade that ned was beheaded with correct yes also the blade that he was beheaded with yes 
Um, which is just so fucked up, too. Yeah. I don't think we called that out in that episode. I can't remember, but yeah, it is pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's so fucked T- up. Tell us, tell us what's so special about Valyrian Greatsword, or Valyrian Swords in general, Zach. Yeah, so so Valyrian Steel is a, is a magic, uh, or it undergoes a magic forging process. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it is made of regular steel, but it's forged with magic. Sure. Just to some degree, yeah. right? Um, they might have had some special steel, but there was definitely spells involved in the forging. Yes, sure. and no, nobody... So, like, the, the ancient art of crafting or forging Valyrian steel has been lost it, with, with the doom of, of Valyria. Correct. Um, this, this sword... So, Valyrian steel uh, keeps its edge, mm-hmm. always. It's incredibly light. For, Very light. Yeah. Uh, and... Insanely sharp. Yeah. Like the sharpest edges that you can get in any steel sword. Um, And basically unbreakable. Correct. They also, for what it's worth, it's it's kind of like loosely based off of uh, Obsidian in the real world, uh, which has like a very cool... No, 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 not Obsidian. Damascus steel. Damascus steel. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, which has mm-hmm. a very cool, like, rippling mm-hmm. pattern that's, like, uh, in the steel. Yeah. Uh, so they, they look really cool, too. Mm-hmm. We probably talked about this a little bit when John got his Valyrian steel sword, but... I don't think we went into that. I don't think that, we go that. into much detail. The big thing to know is that there are not a ton of Valyrian steel blades left in the world. Or, like, known ones. Because, right. because the art of making them has been lost for hundreds of years... Uh, any that are left are basically priceless. Right. And most of them are in the hands of, like, old families. Like, you know, how the Stark Greatsword Ice was passed down for centuries. Uh, you know, John's Sword Longclaw was passed down through House Mormont for centuries. Right. Uh, they're, like I said, they're basically priceless items. And, uh, the Lannisters did at one point have a Valyrian sword in the family. But it was actually lost when, um, I believe it's Tyrion's uncle, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Tywin's uncle? No, 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 I'm sorry. It was lost on some voyage to Valyria. And Bright Roar, I believe is what it's called, which is pretty sick. Yeah, that's, uh, a, good, that's a good name for the Lannister sword. Yes. Tyrion's uncle went in search of it and was lost on a voyage to Valyria. Uh, at some point before that, it had been lost. Gotcha. So okay. Tywin's brother, Tywin's brother Tyrion's uncle, went in search of it at some point to try and bring it back and other treasures from Valyria, but never returned. Basically, so Tywin has, you know, Jamie basically, you know, mentions here like you've wanted one of these in the family for a long time. Tywin has tried to buy Valyrian steel swords off of other famous families, but like I said, they're priceless and they would basically never give them up. Right, yeah. So, um, so <clears throat> in this cold open, it's just such a banger of a symbolic opening yeah. to start season four right after what has just happened in season three. Yeah. Uh, so, again, just to kind of explain this, Tywin is, um, is melting down ice. Uh, Ned's, or I'm sorry, the Stark Greatsword Ice. Mm -hmm. And because of how big it is, he's able to get two Valyrian Steel Blades out of it. Uh, One full 
full-size uh, sword and then one a little bit smaller. And uh, it is just such a fucking good opening to, to, to know that, I mean, the Starks are done. As, like, I love how, as if this scene wasn't, like, symbolically powerful or oh, enough the for sheath? anyone. Yes. He <sighs> takes the wolf pelt, which is the sheath, and just throws it on the fire to burn. And if that's not just like, listen, if that type of symbolism goes over your head, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, because that's right. that's about as plain as it can be. Um, but man alive, has there ever been a more powerful just visual of that moment when like Tywin steps out of the shadows in oh, the forge and you see the flame light like just like I just came and shit my pants at the same time, just <laughs> instantly. Terror and horniness just intermingled. Uh, God, he's a baller. Just so cool. He's yes. so cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's a big deal, man. Uh, great cold open. What a way to start the season. Uh, it Symbology, man. <laughs> Aliens, man. Symbology. Yeah, man. Symbology. Uh, yeah, so good. And then we get an amazing scene between him, Tywin, and Jamie. Uh, as if you know that a cold opening wasn't wasn't good enough. Um, is I gotta ask. I'm trying to remember. Hmm. Obviously, Tywin has quote unquote taken L's in the series, like losing some battles to Rob Stark, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Sure. But have we ever seen him just so evidently and, like, thoroughly not get his way, like, in this moment? I don't... That's a good call-out. I don't think so. Um, I also think that there's a a level of... I don't know that I want to call it respect, but, like... Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I think if anybody's going to be able to push back without consequence, it's Jamie. Right. You know? Because unlike Tyrion, uh, Tywin holds Jamie in a much higher esteem than Right, for sure. Maybe not love probably isn't the right word. But, yeah, he, he holds him, I think, in a much higher esteem than he does Tyrion. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, even to the point where I think he's holding on to some hope, maybe that Jamie will still change his mind, which is why I think he lets him keep the sword. Right. Uh, man, it's a good scene. Like, we've not seen, you know, clean cut Jamie in forever. He looks, it's like a little strange and jarring to see him this way. I, and I, I also love short hair Jamie. Yeah, yeah, he looks, he looks good. And just... Man, the back and forth between them is so good when Jamie is just like, no. And Tywin just, no, I don't believe I asked you a question. <laughs> and it's just like, like you said, you just do not see this dude not getting his way. Right. Like ever. Yeah. Uh, and Jamie is just sticking to his guns. No, he doesn't care. I love how he calls out like, like Tywin starts to say something about if you think your bloody honor and Jamie's just like my bloody honor is beyond repair like this this isn't about that but I'm you know I'm not breaking this vow I'm staying in the king's guard 
Yes. And how much of this do you think is his love for Cersei, and how much of is it of it is his kind of like rebirth that has happened with Brienne? A lot of column A, uh, probably, and a little of column B. I feel yes. He, I mean, he even tells Cersei later in the episode, he's like, "As long as I'm in the King's Guard, I'm I can stay right here with you," which sure. is truly what he wants. But I do feel there is some aspect of yes, this character is trying, like you said, kind of almost a rebirth of like trying to, you know, he says my bloody honor is beyond repair, but I think somewhere in his heart, he hopes maybe that's not fully true. Right. That he can reclaim some of it. At least in my head canon, that's, that's what it is. Agreed. Um, that's what I want from his character. Like we also get the scene, obviously with a Joff and Sir Marin where, you know, Joff is being a total dick, obviously. And he, he like calls out the, Oh, someone forgot to write down your great deeds, uncle. And, you know, Jamie plays it off and is totally cool, as he always is. But again, I do think that cuts him a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because he looks at the book then and is just like, yeah, like, what the hell? And he slams it closed. Right, exactly. After, after like, they've left. I don't even want to see this. So, again, that in combination with what he said earlier, I, I do believe that there is a, lo- a large aspect of Jamie that wants to turn over a new leaf you know he wants to reclaim some of his lost honor because as we talked about in you know the big jamie episode where we find out what he did and the reason of why he did it he he probably feels like he's been cheated you know uh the thing he's known for you know the most terrible thing the thing that he's known for was actually a very good thing so um he's god he's such an interesting character he's so good um all right so look it's a new season and every new season brings about new introductions <laughs> and um I don't know that we've ever had a character introduction that is quite this um yeah. just I I don't even know how like what exactly it is. it's it, like it just leaves you in awe like who in the fuck is this guy oh my god yeah i know i felt like that the first time i watched it yeah was there anyone ever who watched this for the first time and didn't instantly fall in love with Oberyn? like how can you i don't fucking not i don't think i don't think it's possible the dude has a swagger that is just unmatched yeah like dude just fucks yeah have you seen um have you seen narcos I have not actually. No, he's in it. It's very and he his performance I've, is phenomenal. I've heard Narcos is good. I think Floyd it is very good. Narcos. Don't there's like a lot of spinoffs of it now. So like you got to oh, make sure you actually sure, watch sure. Narcos. This was his Ooh. big. This was like Pedro Pascal's. I feel like big breakout for sure. Oh like, yeah. He, and and it's and it's like it's not even it's not even in the sense of like like this is how talented this man is. There are people who have a breakout role like this who are stuck being that role. Right. Like, they, they can't escape it. You know, like, unfortunately, I feel like until Maisie Williams is maybe even, like, much older, I feel like it'll be tough for her to escape being sure. Arya. We talked about and that I, a little bit with Sam and M, yeah. Right, right. Um, Pedro Pascal performed this role, and every fucking casting agent, director, 
in the fucking world was like, I gotta have yeah. this guy. Yeah. Because then he, this dude popped up in everything. Popped up in everything. That. Like in a similar way, I feel like uh, he's so good. Jason dude. Momoa had like yes. you know he popped off huge after after Game of Thrones and and you know Pedro Pascal as well. And it's just like, how can you not love this character introduction? Like he's just he's cool. He's you know he's a badass. He's you love to swagger. see a man who uh, who who is comfortable in his sexuality. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like he's in charge. And, like I love it. Just my, how do, all the which girls way, leave. You yeah, stay. You stay. Which way do you like it? My way. My way, uh, dude. I like. I don't even have a vagine, but I was moist, my guy. You were. I was moist. You were when absolutely he said that. moist. Everyone just, was moist. Just moist. The, Humid. Even, even just the way he swaggers into the room with the Lannisters and does that cool move where he like slides his hand over the candle. Yes. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. how are you so effortlessly cool, my dude? Yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Um. Also, he draws his knife so fast. Oh, yeah. Like, he boom. even tells the dude what's about to happen, too. Like, you're too slow on the draw. And it's bomb. God. He's so yeah. cool. And then, and then, after all this, after all this. Just makes out with Well, <laughs> yes. But I was going to say, if all this, like, swagger and cool and just badassery was not oh, enough. I know what you're going to say. Him and Tyrion then go outside and have an extremely good, like, intense, emotional conversation. Yes. And it's just like, this dude is just covering everything check the boxes my guy because god oh boy yeah um so he says uh i have this quote tell your father i am here and tell your father lannisters are not the only ones who pay their debts i can vividly vividly recall that line specifically because it was one of the lines like in the trailer for season four which i watched probably a billion times uh-huh uh as just like i had i had read this book obviously at this point and oberon in the books is a cool character but he is not this he's not like Pedro i've Pascal. i've ta- i've talked about this before how i feel like some performances have elevated characters in my mind to a next level and Pedro pascal is maybe like one you know draft pick number one of that well, maybe the hound. Anyway, <laughs> uh, of like just taking this character to a level like that's crazy. Um, yeah. And yeah, that that line specifically, like from the trailer, I can just I can hear that line in my head because I did watch that trailer so many times. God, he's just how does he transition so well from all of these things like that conversation he has with Tyrion is phenomenal yes like you don't see Tyrion like at a loss for words and speechless in that way well off very so often. like aside from aside from Pedro Pascal and Oberyn just commanding that scene it, it is it is kind of a testimony to like okay so I mean obviously this is his, his introduction we we have to rely on the way that characters react to him as 
as an indicator of who this person is, right? Right, true. And so not only is Tyrion at a loss for words because of this scene and because of this dialogue, but it's, it also just gives you a really clear sight into, like, who, who is this man, right? Yeah. Uh, and in the eyes of a Lannister, this guy is a, a fucking force to be reckoned yes. with. Yes, and just bad news, like, yes. all the way around. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if you couldn't tell by Tyrion's face when, like, the Dornishmen ride up and they say, like, Prince Doran couldn't come, he sends his brother Oberyn in his stead. Tyrion's face just kind of like, oh, Fuck. shit. Yeah, he's like, and then and then when he's like, "Well, where is Prince Oberyn?" Yeah, oh, he got here at dawn. Yeah. It turns like, "Son of a bitch, dude." dude. Braun has <laughs> several amazing lines in this scene. By the way, I have to shout out my boy Braun. Uh, <laughs> if they're so important, why'd they send you? And then like Tyrion comes. I happen to be a very accomplished diplomat. And as they're walking away after the exchange, Braun just hits him with the some accomplished diplomacy that was. <laughs> It's like, broad, you cheeky son of a bitch. Oh, also, so just good. the way he, like, squints at the flags and goes, yellow balls? And Tyrion's <laughs> face is like, the fuck? <laughs> uh, broad is amazing. Then when they get to the brothel, uh, and Oberyn is like, what are you, his hired killer? And Bronn's like, I started that way. Now I'm a knight. And Oberyn's just like, how did that come to pass? And Bronn just kind of shrugs and goes, Killed the right people, I suppose. <laughs> I fucking love Bronn. I, I, I also, I have to say, I don't know if it's me looking for this, but I kind of feel like that interaction, you, like Oberyn's face and acknowledgement of that is kind of like a, like, okay. Yeah, no, like, cool. 100%. Like, like yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, and, then, I, yeah. I, and I love that. I love that, yeah. like, from, from a person who is, although we haven't seen his, like, fighting capability yet mm -hmm. although it's obviously very been heavily implied right it's like cool fuck yeah, yeah. dude this, this guy like knows his shit you he, know he definitely like it's like real recognizes real moments because yes. even then uh, i love this part too where he's like we need some more girls girls yes and Braun does like the big head nail uh -huh. and Tyrion's like no no <laughs> you don't partake and he's like oh i partook i'm married now <laughs> it's just like there's just the back and forth between like Braun and Tyrion and oberon in this sequence is all gold yeah. all gold dude dude we've been talking hold on how long have we been talking uh, about this episode 40 minutes ish 40 minutes and we're <laughs> two scenes we're two <laughs> scenes in <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, seriously, guys. Uh, fest has begun. Aside from one more, the rest of these shouldn't take as long. Yeah. Uh we get the East stuff. Uh do you wanna what do you you think Grey Worm and Dario 2.0 are I, so I think cool? It's funny. So I no, 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 no. Look, I think what is happening is funny. I think I would like it more if it were characters who had more personality. You know, True. like like if this was something that we saw between like like Pip and Gren, mm. you know, or like Ed, yeah. uh like it, um it it just they I think that I think that the show writers wanted like really wanted people to like New Dario. Well, New Dario Dario and also Grey Worm cuz like he is just kind of a blob. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, I think that's they're definitely trying to inject like personality. Yeah, and it's definitely intentional. He kind of has sure. to be an emotionless right. robot. 
Like, I'm not blaming the actor or the writing or anything like that. No, 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 no. Sure. But I totally see what you're saying. And I, I do think a big aspect of this is like, oh, this is our recast Dario. We have to make him cool and, you know, like yeah, quippy yeah. and right off the bat. Uh, I do, you know, I give new Dario a lot of shit. He's fine. I, I don't have that big yeah. of a problem with him. The the quip about Grayburn <laughs> literally not having the balls is it's pretty, pretty funny. It's a low blow, by the way. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's not cool. But literally a low blow. Literally a low blow, but also it's pretty funny. So, um, and then yeah, the obviously Danny is big upset and with good reason for the whole what the Miranis uh, have done to those uh, slave children. So, yeah, um, help me out here. Why why did they do that to the slave children? Is it a warning to her? Basically, yeah, it's basically like a warning to her. Okay, so gotcha, gotcha. Um. So, let's see here. What's my next note? Uh, we got the say, Shay, Sansa, and Tyrion stuff. Oh, actually, before... Hold on, real quick. Because mm-hmm. you had already talked about the... Um... Oh, wait, have we talked about Jamie getting his hand fit? No, not yet. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. We'll hit that next. Let's talk about the Shay and Sansa stuff real quick. Um... Okay. Um. So, this is kind of the... St- well, it's not. I can't really say it's the start, but it's the start of it being much more of a problem. The like Shay yeah, being Shea upset Tyrion. with this, yeah. uh, upset with the situation for sure. It was a little more playful before. Now it's like more, yeah, a problem, like you said. Yes. Uh this is this is where this is where Tyrion like puts his hand on on Sansa's hand to try and comfort her at the, like... I think so, yeah. They're, like, having breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Shay's walking away and looks back and is, like, fucking pissed. Uh, Which, it's interesting because I think the next cut, correct me if I'm wrong, the next cut is him in bed or, like, him getting into his chambers and, like... And she's, like... She literally puts his finger in her vagina. (laughs) That definitely happened. (laughs) She's literally, like, (laughs) put it in my vagina. Hold on, let me get it wet first. Uh, (laughs) Now we'll get it in there. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Dude. Shay Sansa stuff. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just too hard to talk right now? Yeah, I need to Is that what's happening? I need to contain this. It's just like, I feel so bad for Sansa, obviously. Uh, I appreciate that Shay and Tyrion are doing their best to try and, like, you know, like, comfort her, but there's there's nothing they can do. Right. And, oh, and also the line, oh, man, the line where she's like, I'm going to go to the godswood, and he's like, ah, yes, prayer yeah. can be helpful, and I hear. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and she's like, I, I stopped praying yeah. a long time ago. Like, it's the only place I can go where people don't talk to me. Yeah. Oh, man, Yikes. it's a dagger, dude. It's so sad. Poor thing. And then someone does talk to her in the Godswood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, which I don't really have anything to say about that now, but we will learn why that was. Yeah. Important. Put that in your back pocket yeah. if put this that, is your first time put, watching. Put it in your pocket. I... Man, don't put it where Shay puts it. No, but you can if, for safekeeping. Um... <laughs> Man, Tyrion just, the dude is just stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like, yeah, he can't, he can't, like, what is he supposed to do? Like, when Shay asks him, like, do you love her? 
And he's just like, she's a child. She hates me. Like all this stuff. He's like, of course I don't love her. But also I think there's part of him that's like, she is my wife. I have to do. I have right to take her. care of her. Right. I have yes. to take care of her and do right by her. And yeah. obviously Shay still thinks that he was behind the whole diamonds thing, which he has no idea about. Um, it's just yeah, like, Shay, Shay's very frustrating, I think, in these moments. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, I, I just, I, I can't, I, even like a personal life, like situation, I, I really struggle with people who cannot look past an emotional lens. Sure. Um, or, or who can only see it through an emotional lens. Right. Um, Although I think emotion has its place and it needs to be addressed, and like, it, you know, it, it, I definitely don't have that. Problem. I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> like, it it needs to be a part of the conversation, sure. but I don't think it needs to be the dictating force of big decisions. I you skew know? way too far the opposite direction. Yes. Yeah. Scott calls it being pragmatic, but he's just a heartless sack of shit. True. Uh, it. It it's just frustrating. Like yeah. it even even like Tyrion's genuine like, wait what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I have no idea about what you're talking about. Thing, you mean yeah yeah. And she just like can't see that he has no clue what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. I can't. I that's I struggle with that. It, shit. it is tough because I mean like, I feel like Tyrion literally doesn't know what to do with the two of them, and yeah. just like like I said, he's just kind of probably feels very stuck and like yeah it's 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 a rough position he is in because like i said he wants to do right by his wife by sansa but he's also he doesn't he doesn't love her and it's yeah it's rough um jamie cersei uh great scene between these two because of course it is uh i had to call cersei is a fucking bitch dude she is a bitch she is a just not she's not a nice person. No. No, definitely not. She um, needs to go to timeout. She needs to go to timeout. She's mad at him cuz he took too long. Like what the fuck, bro? Like, you took too long. On. What what does that mean? Yeah. You took too long. Yeah. That answers zero questions, Cersei. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. True, true, true. Fuck it, L. Uh, I don't have many other notes on this. Oh, just that it I, I was good... just going to say that uh, that when he says bye to Kyber. Oh, yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> just waves with the golden hand. He's still like like looking at it. Yeah. And then Kyber leaves and he's all. Yeah, it's very, very good. <laughs> he is correct, though. A hook would be more practical. A hook would be way For more sure. practical. Yeah. Crocodile knows. Oh, I do mm-hmm. have a good line there is one amazing line from this scene where she's cersei is talking about how much she hates picelle basically which who doesn't and she oh. says he <laughs> smells like a dead cat and jamie just goes i'm not sure i've ever smelled a dead cat and so she's just like well they smell like picelle <laughs> just like, that's amazing <laughs> yeah. um, uh, does she does she um what what has Kyburn been looking into for her like been helping her with i think i might know but i don't want to talk about it but it's so different in the show than the books that's a good question 
I'm not entirely sure, to be honest with you. I think I might have an idea, but I might be melding book and show okay. timelines as well. So, I th- okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, we also real quick while we're with Jamie, we get the like royal wedding security scene. Um, oh yeah, dude. Okay, I my my exact uh note is uh this fucking scene with. Uh, Jamie, uh, I didn't remember his name. What's it? Marin Trant. Marin Trant. And so Taren, Joff. Taren Mant. Taren Mant has my fucking blood boiling. <laughs> I just can't stand them. They They're fucking such dicks. What does he say where he's like, I've always guarded the king when you are away or something like that. And yeah. Jamie's just like, fuck off, dude. Like, I'm back now. Get the yeah. fuck out he's of my He's the face. Lord Commander of the Night's yeah. Watch. Yeah, the or the, the Night's Watch, King. the <laughs> the Kingsguard, the Kingsguard, but Kingsguard. I do love that Jamie is still, you know, just back to his quippy, sarcastic, you know, like nothing can rattle me self. Yeah, but like we talked about it, you know, in the opening, like I do feel like what Joff says rattled him some for sure. Um, about like the great deeds. Yes. Also, we get a shout out to uh, Sir Duncan the Tall. Go read the Duncan Egg novellas because Sir Duncan is awesome. Yeah. Uh, shall we talk about the North? Yes, we shall. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Other than like the the pan out with the arm on the fire. No, oh. because uh, I think that's so corny. Yeah. Um. So the the thing that like I mean so obviously the conversation that uh, Egret and uh torment have mm-hmm. has is is very good mm-hmm. um just the the matter of factness that like he he has with her of like like i've seen you fucking hit right. a rabbit at 200 yards like if you were trying to kill him right he, he'd be dead um which yeah it was basically what i said last week where i'm like if she really wanted to kill him, he'd be dead. Yeah, and I feel like this is... I think that this might be getting called out in next episode, but, like, she's kind of, like, um, like speaking, trying to speak it to life. Yes, for sure. You know what I mean? She's trying to con- talk herself yes. into it. Like, how she's like, John's a liar. I'm mad at him. I'm going to kill him. Exactly. She's exactly. she's trying to convince herself more than torment, I feel like. Uh, yes. Uh also uh when the thens show up. Scott, this music that comes oh, in. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's so good, man. Also, I mean, it oh, hits harder shit. when you get my boy Torment just going thens. I fucking, fucking hate, hate thens. Yeah, uh it is uh, also you get you immediately get the feel that like this leader dude, what's his name? Uh he's the Magnar, which is like the leader or king of Thens. I think he does get a name at some point, but I can't remember okay. what it is. Um This dude is not somebody to fuck with. No, he's very intimidating. He's <laughs> a um, giant motherfucker. I like how This is a cornbread motherfucker. Corn- like. Oh, he is corn cornbread for sure. Uh I like how though, like you kind of can see, uh, like the fight lines that are coming because it's like, here's our good guy wildlings, 
oh shit, here's our bad guy Wyoming yeah, 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 coming yeah. in. So yeah, definitely some like, hey, yeah. these are our <laughs> these are people that we nobody is gonna feel bad about if they die in a fight. Yeah. The the one thing that's cool is that uh yeah, they're the, they're definitely the cannon fodder, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like processing. Yeah, you're like, like oh yes. yeah, a hundred percent. They're the red shirts for <laughs> yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, fucking, it 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 is kind of cool that like Tormund is as big of a deal as he is. Like he has a name, and like people know him from mm-hmm. other clans. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, this guy is obviously an important leader sure. in like a circle of wildlings, or, like a community of wildlings, and like they know who Tormund Giantsbane is, you know, which yeah. is which is cool. Yeah, because uh, I really like Tormund for sure. Um, but man, does he look down on my boy Tormund? He's, he's just he's fucking just tall like, as hell. <laughs> no, but like he just there's there's not I don't feel like there's a sense of like mutual respect. Like it's just like your your shit. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe a little bit. Like he does say at the end, he's like, "Tormund, I know we've had our differences over the years, but someday you really should try, Crow." So it's like a, he's trying to be buddies with him. Sure, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. and then and then of course we see that there is a uh, human arm, yeah, it's roasting gross. over the fire. Real gross. Um, yeah, the Thens are are cannibals. Yeah. In case that wasn't obvious. Yeah, in case that wasn't. <laughs> abundantly that clear. was a human shit dude. shit guys um elsewhere in the north i really love the john stuff oh yeah um just the brief moment we get where he's like dressing talking to sam kind of reminiscing about rob mm-hmm. um is just really solid really good we get like you know do we ever get a reaction from him about like he, he's found out about rob no that's right? like that's what this is right now this is him finding out about rob dying okay i just you don't think that's a little odd that it's not more like emotional well i mean this is we're coming in you know i'm sure Okay, so like farther. we don't there there's no scene where he's like where no. somebody breaks the no, no, news, no. right? That I'm right, like right, forgetting. Right. No, 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 no. Okay, no. okay. This okay. is like further into the conversation, or maybe even several days later. Obviously, you know. Um, but I appreciate that they acknowledge the fact that yes, John has found out that Rob is gone. Yes, right. Um, and a, a cool little you know moment even from Sam where he's like, yeah, sometimes I hate you or th- feel like I, I want to hate, hate you. you. I want to hate you. You're better at me than everything. Better uh, than me at everything. That's, yeah, I definitely said that correctly. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Sam, where he's just like, you've done nothing wrong. And John just like, I, lo- I, I feel like that line's so powerful where he's just like, Sam, I've done plenty wrong. Um, and then we get, obviously, kind of the, the mock trial. Uh, Maester Eamon, uh, I feel like we can't, you know, say enough about him. He's a fucking baller. Um, good for John for just yeah no I I, I definitely banged Egrets also. <laughs> yeah, I like I think I think what's what's really commendable too is like, and I don't know if it's just because this is John's mo or mm-hmm. just because he knows that he needs to be outright about everything. Sure. I think more I think maybe a little both, but a little more both, so probably, it's yeah. like it's just his character is that he 
he is just honest. I mean, yeah. he is like, no, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, I lay with her. Yes, I broke that vow. Um, but that's not the point. Right. The point is, is that there's a thousand, like a hundred thousand men outside of the wall right now, ready to attack. Like, right. Uh, and and Corin says, "All right, we're not, we're not gonna fucking kill you." Yeah, and like, like he tries to tell them, you know, like Corin told him, "Do whatever it takes to get them to, you know, to trust you," because, like John says, you know, Corin believed that one man inside was worth a thousand, you know, men on the wall or what have you. So. Um, he's got the intel, and yeah, he is very up straight and honest about it. I love, I love when he calls out that fucking bitch Janos Slint when he says giants, and Janos like laughs, and no one else is laughing. <laughs> giants, yeah. And John's just like, "Have you ever been beyond the wall, sir?" And he's just like, even Sir Alistair at that point is just like stone cold serious, and like. I feel like he wants to be like fucking. You're making me look bad, Janice. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> also, to to our to our uh, watchers of Game of Thrones who are new and like maybe maybe watch a little bit more casually, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. That's not. I'm not saying that as a. As a bad Zach thing. is judging you right no, now. No, no, no. Um, I, like I know my first time watching. I there. It took like an episode or two of me seeing Janice oh, and being sure. like. Who the fuck are you again? Like, why are you important here? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is the guy. This this was the Lord Commander of the uh, City Watch mm-hmm. uh, before Tyrion sacked his ass and yep. gave the position to Bronn. If you guys remember, he the sent dude, him to the Wall. So the now he's be- established. The dude that betrayed Ned also in Correct. way back in season one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so now he's established himself here at the Wall. And apparently has earned himself uh, a seat on whatever the fuck table that is. Earned is a little strong. He was technically a lord, so that just kind of gets him preferential treatment at the wall. Um, sure. Even though it probably shouldn't, but it does. So Yeah. Uh, he hasn't done much to earn it, let's put it that way. Uh, Mace Raymond with the absolute fucking baller of a line where... Uh, Sir Alistair's like, you can always you tell when a man is trick? lying. When do, where did you learn this magical power? And Mace Raymond just, I grew up in King's Landing. I'm like, that's my fucking dude, Mace Raymond. That's my guy. Dude, when he, when he shoots, he never misses, man. He never misses, man. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy that scene. Uh, in an episode jam-packed with as many great scenes as it has a scene like that might get a little lost but i really like all the john stuff yeah definitely um i think are we back to king's landing yeah the brienne stuff yeah so a couple couple of thoughts here first off when elena sees brienne for the first time is fucking hilarious so great just the like what does she say like my god or like yeah like, are, what does she call, like, you're just, aren't you a delight or something? Like, she, say, she says something, like, she's just so happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, Elena, and Brienne is, like, ready for her to be, like, you're a monster. To like, judge her. You're a fucking yeah. freak. But, no, she loves it. She loves it. Uh, and she's, like, you fucking knocked my grandson's <laughs> yeah. pompous ass down or whatever. And Brienne's kind of, like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. love Olena so much. Definitely. Um, The other thing that I think is just so on brand. And I'm like, you're, you're sometimes just so cringe, Brienne 
is that she's like, I gotta tell Marjorie about that. Like, she like thinks Marjorie, like she doesn't understand that Marjorie's playing the game. Right. You know, uh, she's like, like our king, like the, I will avenge our king. And Marjorie's like, yo, mm, Joffrey. Is Joffrey's our king. our king now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Brienne, man. Speaking of Joffrey being the king, how rad is that statue? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Just the fucking pompousness the of fucking Joffrey to have a statue of himself with his trademark crossbow that he wants to fuck so badly. <laughs> standing on, like, a wolf. Dude, do you think he, like, puts Vaseline in the fucking arrow... Like a hundred percent thing, and just like no, whoop, whoop, actually whoop. no, he goes in raw dog on that thing. Raw dog <laughs> he splinters goes, and all. He raw dogs that crossbow. Oh my god! Uh, just a little the, candle wax at least. Yeah, maybe. Just the way that Marjorie and Bran move off, and the camera lingers on that statue in the background is priceless. It makes yeah. me laugh so hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking idiot. It, totally. Okay. Uh. Let's see here. Uh, then there's just the Jamie and Brienne stuff. Uh, he makes a good point about no one knows where the fuck Arya is. She's probably dead. Uh, also, Sansa is now a Lannister. What do you expect me to do? Kidnap my sister-in-law. What the hell? Fair points. Yeah. Fair uh, points. But Brienne. he's definitely like trying to get out of oh, his shit. for sure. Because he's like, yo, I made it back. Like, I kind of really don't want to leave. I, this is <laughs> I love here. Oh, yeah, sir. Are you sure you're not a Lannister? Because ever since I've been back, they've all been a giant pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is very, very good. Um, uh, so I just had a quick note here about this is back in the East. Uh-huh. My note says, bro, when Dario gives Danny the flowers, she is definitely hurting for a squirting. A hundred percent. Hundred percent, dude. 100%. That's that's very book accurate. By the well, by the well, by the way, every fucking scene with Daenerys post her meeting Dario is about how bad she wants to fuck Dario. Like that is literally the only thing she thinks about. So, yeah, book accurate. She is definitely hurting first. <laughs> um, real quick before we move into the amazing, amazing finale of this episode. Uh, I forgot to call out a really funny line here uh, at the very beginning. I don't think I talked about this. When Tywin and Jamie were talking, uh, Tywin asked him. Jamie's like, I don't want Castle Rock. I don't want this. I don't want that. Blah, blah, blah. Tywin asks him, what do you want? Some supper. And my boy Jamie just goes, supper would be nice. (laughs) And I'm just like, fuck you, Zach. It's supper. Jamie approved. My dude just wants some supper. I mean, Jamie also fucks his sister. Listen, okay, we can't all be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's let's stop fucking around, beating around the bush. Let's get to it. Um, this exchange before they go in is still so good is between Arya and the Hound, obviously, where they're hiding in the bushes. I think might be my favorite, like funniest scene I've ever seen in a television show. (laughs) I don't know about that, dude. Like there was stuff I was picking up here that I don't even know if I had noticed before, like. 
when uh, when the Hound tells Arya, like, five horses, five men, that's more men that I feel like killing on an empty stomach. The way that Arya, like, does, like, a heavy sigh and just, like, the look that's on her face is incredible when he says that. She's just like, this fucking guy. (laughs) It's so good, dude. And then, of course, we get the, just, the hound as deadpan as could be. What the fuck, Salami? (laughs) That's, I know him. That's Polliver. Yeah, he he killed he killed, he killed Lomi. My, he killed Lomi. What, what the, the fuck, fuck Salami? Salami. God, yeah, it's, it's so good. good, dude. That line, uh, the what the fuck Salami? I think was in Scott and I's dialogue for probably oh, yeah. like three years after we oh, met yeah. each other. I feel like we still say it every, every now and once then. In a while, every now yeah. and then, yeah. What the fuck, Salami? It's it's very good. Uh, Jesus. So okay. The part that I think is very comedic is how, like, he's still, like, looking, uh, or uh, the Hound is still, like, looking at the men mm-hmm. uh, go back inside, and then he, like, turns to his side, and Arya's <laughs> She's gone. She's just gone. <laughs> She's just gone. And the, it cuts to her just, like, like just walking up there with a fucking purpose. Yeah, like, oh, dude. I'm going to get my sword back. I'm going to fuck this guy up. I'm telling you, there are parts of, like, like this sequence where it's like, I'm watching a sitcom. Like, why is <laughs> yeah. this so funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my it's, God. It's really good. So, so they enter the inn. Yeah. And it's awkward as hell. I mean, they get in there and everything goes silent and everybody's like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, and they go sit in the back of the room, uh, hoping that they're not going to be bothered, although we all know that that's not going to be the case. Yeah, no, no. And our good man, Oliver recognizes the hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just have a lovely chat about uh, chickens and the king. Uh the way the tension is built in this sequence is phenomenal. So fucking good. Uh, I mean, this scene is just unreal all the way around. It starts so funny. And then just like as this conversation progresses and progresses, there's just more and more tension. The hound stops smiling and just kind of just like gets more sinister and dark and just like to cap off, cap it off with the, if any more words come spilling out of that cunt mouth, I'm going to have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. It's, it's so good. What do you even do? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Bolivar, your face should explode from just the sheer... From the force of my from, jizz. From the force, yes. But also just from that line, like, how the fuck are you supposed to respond to that? Especially when this dude looks like just the most intimidating, grizzled, hard-ass motherfucker ever. Like, God, Rory McCann, holy shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, Talking makes me thirsty. Oh, Grabs the, his fucking drink. The power move. The power move of just Dude. reaching across, grabbing his drink. And oh. chugging it while maintaining eye contact. I've never realized, because it's kind of dark, I've never realized that he just 
maintains his eye contact yeah. the whole time that he's sipping. It's he's so good. Even just like a little bit before that, where he's just kind of still being, you know, a little nice and jovial, and he glances at Arya and just kind of like she's all right. I've I've had better. <laughs> yeah, I've had better. Um, but man, what a sequence! The fight is cool. Then, of course. There's one part in the fight that I want to point out, uh, and it's it's when Arya joins mm-hmm. the music change. Oh sure. Oh boy, it is like like oh shit, yeah. like she she's getting in the yeah. fucking game now, dude. She does like a little like kind of pose too after she's yes. done stabbing that guy. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh man, it's it's good. The music change hits yeah. really really good. The part with the close up of the hound repeatedly oh. jamming that dude's face on the dagger, I have to and almost turn away cuz I'm just like Dude, the the slow struggle. Yes, to pull and just dude. Oh, it hurts me. Oh my god. But it's no, it's not even like fast like that. It's like bah bah. Right, right, right. And it's just like then the the like gasping, gurgling noise the dude makes. God. Yeah, it's something else, man. This scene is it's a hell of an episode. What a way to cap off the episode. And then just them happily writing off <laughs> Arya on eating his him eating his goddamn chicken. She's got her pony. She's got her sword back. She crossed Polliver's name off her list. Life's good. This is the first name off of her list. I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely the first one she's she's done herself. Um, is there anybody else? I Yeah, I think you're right. Not yet. Um, that that is like, if I had to choose between, and we probably will eventually have to do this, but choose between <laughs> that scene and like the opening scene, just like, fuck me, I don't know what to do. Uh, or uh, yeah, no, uh, the Oberyn scene, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Needless uh, to say, guys, uh, this episode is a fucking wild ride. Yeah. It is. A hell of a time. It is a tour de force of just awesomeness. Yeah, dude. This. What? I mean, like, th- think about this, guys. Like. What? What season of television ever has started so strong? Yeah. Like, just it immediately, like. Well, let's just do the goddamn thing. Yes. And and for those who don't know, a big reason behind that is because this is more or less the second half of the third book. Um the third book is legitimately so jam-packed with amazing ground like earth-shattering events that they split it into two seasons. Season 3 and season 4 is most of of the third book. And so basically, like, you could almost say that season three is set up. It's not obviously not all set up. But then season four is just like climax, climax, go, 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 go. This is everything is happening. Just like us. Right. Definitely. Climax, (laughs) climax. Uh, But like everything that had happened in season three that was set up to happen and and season four is like, nah, set up the fuck that. That was last season. We're going, baby. I yeah. think of what the next episode is. And it's like, that is episode two of this season. What the fuck? Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah. yeah, that 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 book is 
is incredible. The third book is obviously my favorite by a long shot. And just the, the earth shattering events, like I said, that we get uh, at the end of the third season and now all throughout the fourth season. And they're just, they're executed so well. Like this, this sequence with the Hananaria is very different circumstances. This, this does basically happen, but like, does he say the chickens line? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. Like th- that's the thing. Like the comedy with the hound is just not there in the book. Yeah. And I said, like, I challenge anyone, especially just go back and watch that first part. It is so genuinely funny. Like that look on Arya's face <laughs> when he's like, I don't want to kill these dudes. I'm, I'm hungry. And she's just like, this fucking, oh this fucking God, guy. Just go kill people. Jeez. Yeah. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, we should probably do that thing that we do. Yeah. This has been a long episode. Uh, this is who be thrown in. <laughs> is there, it now? There are four number ones uh, in this episode, and I, I don't know what we're going what to we're do. What we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what we're going to do either. So, uh, Sam can come off. Love you, Sam. Oh, I should say, where we last left off at the end of season three. Oh, what did I do? Sam was up there. Uh, Tywin was number one. Davos Seaworth was number two. Sam Tarly was number three. Uh, Jon Snow was number four, and Arya was number five. Um, so I think without any like deliberation or like beating around the bush here, I think we can all agree that Tywin is going to make the list. Well, maybe actually. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know that right, I well, feel that confident well, about that. Okay, let me uh, a slam dunk candidate here. Let me introduce Oberyn. Oberyn Martell is absolutely on the list. To our list. Uh, John has a case. I'll leave him up for now. Arya is making the list. Yeah. Um, and the Hound is the Hound is making the list. Making the list. Uh, how we're gonna order them? It's going to be it's just impossible. I think I think we have to put Oberyn at one. <sighs> I can't even find the hound. Hang on a second. Um there you are, my dude. <sighs> I think you are probably right because I I like what you said earlier about has there ever been a more powerful character introduction? The only the only other one that can contend with his is Tywin's. Yeah, is Tywin's uh, skinning the deer. Skinning the deer. Yeah. Um, but I agree. As much as I think, like I said, I think Arya. Most other episodes would be a lock for number one. Most other episodes, the Hound would be a lock for number one. (laughs) But this fucking episode, I yeah, this episode it is over. Is too much. Um. So these two are two and three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, does Tywin? That well, that's what I'm saying. I, we have four number ones. I think Tywin. Okay. Who's better, the Hound or Arya, in this episode? Like, that's. I mean, I kind of think it's the Hound. I, I think I agree. Okay, I think so. I agree. So maybe we go 
the Hound Tywin Arya? Here's this pains me to do this, by the way, because you know my feelings on Tywin. Yeah. Tywin did take a small L this episode. Arya did not. Arya all won. Needle, yeah. Polliver dead. Oh, you know what? Let's go. I, you know what? Okay, I'm sorry. I want Arya above the Hound. I was worried you were going to say that. <laughs> I, here, look. I can't decide. The, the Hound has an unbelievable performance, dude, but Arya gets Needle back, revenges Lamy, crosses the name off her list. Counterpoint. The Hound gets all the chickens in that room. <laughs> oh my god, fuck off. And she gets her pony. He gets all the goddamn chickens. And plus, like, how can how can you not? He has two of the most iconic, iconic some of our lines. favorite lines you in the entire right, series. Dude, I don't know, man. What the fuck salami? And if any more words come spilling out of that cunt mouth, I'm going to have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Like, come on. Come on. Those are Bobby B level of lines. Okay. All right. I concede. I agree. Arya goes three because of Tywin's small L. He still is who, an absolute. Hold on. Who else, who else are we nominating that's this a, episode? That's a great question. We'll have to figure that out. But those were the four that I was like, how do we fucking rank those four? Uh, Tywin's. All right. There you are. Uh, I think John definitely has a case. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, um, I think Eamon has a case. Where are you? Mm, I don't think he does enough. All right, fine. Davos was not in this episode. I'll take him off. Uh, who else do you think? I mean, I was... I don't... Honestly, I don't know. Jamie? Ooh, Jamie, maybe. Everyone was a giant pain in his ass, but good on him for... Standing up to Tywin. Yeah, but he's also taking L's with Cersei. <sighs> he got a sick golden hand. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> You're right. When he waved to Kyber, that was a good call out. It was very funny. A Bron? No. Well, I could see a Bron. Nah, he just had a couple good quips. No, he didn't do enough. Oh, shit. I should have got a new picture of Jamie. He's all clean shaved now. Um, Tyrion? No, not Tyrion. I don't think Tyrion no, makes the list this week. Tyrion was taking some L's. M Mar? No, not Marjorie. Egret? No. Why? No. Yeah. No. Like I liked her scene with Tyr Tormund, but um, I you know what, dude? I I think I vote John over over Jamie. Do you really? Yeah, I I think uh, you had some really good callouts on on his scene with Sam and his scene uh, like in his like trial, um, and he gets off on his trial. I'm not I'm not mad or opposed to that. I I think this is a very strong episode from Jamie, but you're right, he is kind of taking some L's. Plus, I don't have an updated picture for him, so he just he can't <laughs> he, he just can't, can't be he on can't the list. be on the list until I get his beautiful clean-shaven, short-haired face. Listen, he's beautiful both ways. He can pull off both. Uh, John. Alright, I, I agree. John John had a very strong episode. <laughs> he's at five! <laughs> yeah. Okay, that came together a little quicker than I thought it would. Mainly because four, there were absolutely four slams. Oh, what about Dario 
Yeah, fuck Dario 2.0. <laughs> um, I, let me just run through this. The sure remix. This. The remix. <laughs> uh, time not Daenerys. We talked about Tyrion. Marjorie. Pod the sex god. He should make the list. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think we're missing. No, anybody I don't think either. we're missing. Yeah, no, I think that's it. Okay, in a absolutely slam packed episode, uh, Oberyn Martell with an absolutely unbelievable character introduction is going to be number one. The Hound with some of the most iconic lines in the series and just a phenomenal Rory McCann appearance uh, or performance, excuse me, is going to be two. Uh, Maisie Williams and Arya, phenomenal performance. Got Needle back, cross the name of her list, got a pony, she's winning. Uh, Tywin, Bernie. Doing Tywin things. Doing Tywin things, forging swords, being a baller. And then Jon Snow. I think an extremely strong performance from him, low-key, in this episode is number five. That is it for Who Be Thrown in. What a fucking list. Yeah, man. Uh... Season four. Jesus. Oh boy. This is gonna be this is gonna be so fun. I've been like I've been just waiting till we got onto like onto this season so we could talk about this shit. I yeah, when I realized which which uh episodes we were recording tonight and I think I texted you, I was like, Oh shit, dude, two swords. Yeah is this week's episode. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh two swords get me hard, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Just thinking I about do. a couple I swords, do. you know, one longer, one short. Woo! Yeah, dude. Yeah, One's yeah. a little thicker than the other. Yeah, 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 that girth. Yeah, that big girth action. Oh my lord, um, guys, <sighs> thank you guys for uh, coming to the Jizz Fest. We appreciate coming to the Jizz Fest. Yeah, yeah, uh, but also attending. Um, uh, we love and appreciate you guys so much. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, friendly reminder: we do still have merch available, uh, which you can check that out on uh, the the link in the description box. And uh, you just pointed at my head. Oh, I meant uh, to point down at the description. No, no, no you're box. pointing at my head. Can I point at my head? Rub it a little bit. You rub my head. What are we doing? <laughs> we're just having the jizz fest, bro. Yeah, dude, it's just the jizz fest, just man. Jizz I'm all fest, loopy, bro. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> loomed up and loopy for sure. Loopy and loopy. Uh... <laughs> we'll see Hell you guys yeah. next time. <laughs> Thank Hell you guys yeah. for watching and listening. Get uh, loopy and loopy with bye. us. Bye. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, uh.